hello, everyone and the world. That's Since right. Listening, yep. Uh, people all around the... Wait, no. Nope. No. I was doing the OJs. I thought it was DuJour, and then it got away from me. You remember DuJour from the yeah, Josie movie? Back door love. Coming from behind with the lights down low. Anyway, I have the Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack somewhere. I do, too. Backdoor Lover was obviously the, uh, um, you know, highlight of the album. I'm a punk rock prom queen. Can we please cosplay from Josie and the Pussycats? Mm, I don't want to, but. Well, fine. Uh, do you want to tell everybody what this is? It's a podcast. Yeah. Do you want to tell them what it's called? It's called Cosplay and Cocktails. And this is Paige. And oh, I. Oh. oh, fuck. And I'm Josie as always. Um, welcome, 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 welcome to, you know, this. Anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to talk about some nerdy things and... Uh, I actually don't know what this episode's going to be about. You just keep oh, saying no. a game. And yeah, I took it's... that to mean I wasn't allowed to know what sort since... Well, you didn't ask, so I didn't tell. Um, let's jump into cocktail slash mocktail corner. Yeah, I got a mocktail this week. Tell us about it, because I well, have margarita. Yeah, I went to give blood. Yeah. Today. Uh, so I did. I knew going in, like I knew when we talked about recording an episode today, since I was giving blood, that I would probably do a mocktail. And I was trying to think around of what I was going to do. What did I have to make a mocktail? And then uh, I thought, oh, I'm going to make like a blood drive mocktail oh well this is called the hydrate so you don't dehydrate and it's got um it is 50 percent 100 percent fruit punch 50 percent uh apple juice from boxes hmm. and then um a uh, little splash of passion fruit seltzer and uh um, I garnished it with some raisins because that's the treat that I took um, from the little treat basket at the blood drive. You know, they have a little treat it's basket. Interesting garnish. Well, because I, yeah, raisins. I like raisins. Uh, yeah. And like I said, I made a margarita on the rocks uh, and it was delicious. And you make it or did your husband make it? I actually made it. He taught me uh, like the measurements on how to make uh like the ones like how he makes it i was gonna say does he make his own margarita mix or no so it's just he makes his own uh simple syrup and so it's just like simple syrup lime juice and then tequila i think that's what like a margarita is actually supposed to be right um you have quite a bit of nerd news for us yeah i'm gonna try to keep it concise but i do have a pretty big chunk so i better do the thing you better oh uh, okay here we go the deep deep oh you're breaking nerd news chimpanzee that here comes some nerd news there you go I say that every time I make a Ricky Gervais show reference, hoping that Stephen Merchant will hear it and like fall in love with me. How's that working out for you so far? Uh, I mean, to my knowledge, he hasn't heard it at all. So like, that's actually, I'm going to count that as a win because like, 
at least he hasn't heard it and been like, oh, gross. <laughs> that's true. That's so, I'm going to count it as a win. I think that's a good philosophy. Yeah. Or maybe he's like searching for me, like Cinderella. And he's like, remember how we said in like one of the early episodes, like we were going to give enough references that someone could like triangulate where we live. Yeah. Maybe he's got like a bunch of dorks in a. He has a, he has like a, a keyboard in his red string. Yeah. And he's like, hmm. She mentioned tacos and like. That's not the nerd news though. Oh no, that's not the nerd news. I forgot. uh, The nerd news is that Dragon Con had their first town hall of the year, virtual town hall. I kind of went in thinking we weren't going to really get anything of any substance. Like that they would just be like, we're planning on doing it. Yeah, we're working. Yeah, like it was still going to be more of the same. And like, here's what, here's events that we can for sure, maybe say some events that they for sure were planning on having. Right. Or announce more guests, which they did announce uh, some more guests during that. So the items of substance, the main thing, the huge thing is that they are going to have an attendance cap for the first time this year at Dragon Con. They just don't know what it is yet, right? I, they know what it is. They just aren't saying. What oh, okay, okay. They're not planning on selling any badges at the doors at all and they are going to do one day badges but only in advance and they're only going to be for select days they they didn't say which days i'm guessing so my thoughts on it are either not saturday and sunday since those will be busy days anyway or only saturday and sunday right it's hard to know yeah right yeah so i (laughs) what their logic will be with it so those go on sale august first so they did say if you already have a membership so if you either rolled over your membership from last year you have an eternal membership or you have already bought a membership for this year then you are guaranteed to go barring you know barring some some unforeseen yeah Yeah. so um they did not made a decision on masks yet they did address that they just said things are quick, changing too quickly, which I fully understand. Right. Like I said, I was surprised that they even announced that there was a cap. Like <clears throat> other things they announced were that there is going to be the fewer panels, basically, mm-hmm. overall, so that they can clean more the panel rooms in between panels. So there's going to be three dedicated panel room cleaning times every day. But they're going to be staggered so that, you know, while the atrium ballroom is closed for cleaning, you know, one of the other major ballrooms will still be open and having a panel there. Right. There's other, like the big Sheridan ballroom, which I think is just like, one of them's a peach tree. One of them's Augusta. They all, you guys know if you've been to Dragon Con, all the fun ballroom names, but the one of these, and same thing with the concourses. So the areas where the fan tables normally are and there are bands performing, <clears throat> if the one in the Westin has a band performing, the one in the Hyatt will be closed for cleaning and vice versa. And there's going to be a pretty, it sounded like no fan tables at all this year. Yeah. Um, other big thing they announced was the way they're going to sell merchandise. Uh, they're going to have select merchandise from the con uh, that's normally it sounded like stuff that would normally be a con exclusive they're going to offer in advance they said more flexible options as far as shopping goes 
So um, they are still going to do a virtual component of some kind for those who can't or don't feel safe going. They kind of made it sound like they were going to do that indefinitely. They didn't officially say, but they said it went really well for them. They had 49 different countries uh, people access from and then 600,000 different points of access. So from what I understand, again, I'm not a tech person, but from what I understand, that means like 600,000 different, either a phone or a TV. So theoretically, maybe 600,000 different people at different points over, you know, which is obviously a much bigger audience than normally gets to come to Dragon Con in person. So, you know, if that's something that sounds like something that they might continue doing. And a lot of cons sounds like that's something they might be doing indefinitely. So I think those are all the big things. Uh, They didn't mention anything about parties. They did say that they are going into this with the, you know, conscious goal to make it feel like Dragon Con. They don't, they said, you know, we don't want to change so many things and put so many things on hold that it doesn't feel like Dragon Con anymore. So, but also they don't want people to get sick or die. So they said August 1st is when they're going to announce everything that they haven't yet. So they'll make it, they're trying to go, from what I understand, they're going to make a decision on masks by August 1st. I I don't think we're going to have a schedule. So if you're like, there's a party you're really, really hoping for, you know, I don't think we're probably going to know necessarily by August 1st. Oh, we never uh, do though, right? Like, right. Yeah, but there's parties like, you know, we always assume that there's going to be an evening at Brie. We always assume there's going to be a bunny hut. We always assume there's going to be a spectrum. We always assume there's going to be heroes and villains. And I don't think those are assumptions we can make this year, even though right, right. And they did say the Walk of Fame is going to have fewer signing times, fewer selfie, you know, taking times, I guess, for fewer times when the guests are at the table. Not going to be a film festival this year at all um they're going to bring it back next year is the plan there is still going to be film track programming they didn't mention much about it beyond that uh you can find more information about the individual tracks on their social media not every track has a very big social media presence but a lot of them do so if you're interested in their panels and whatnot you can check it out there alternate history has announced that they're planning on doing the tea duel and teapot racing i think this year if i'm not mistaken so so and be patient with especially you should always be patient and kind to the volunteers at dragon con but this year especially um they don't want people congregating in the atrium of the Marriott, which is going to be interesting since, you know, they don't want people congregating there anyway. Yeah. Anyway, big news. And that, that town hall is up on Dragon Con's YouTube. If you want to go and watch it, uh, it was done live. And like I said, the next one, I made July 9th, um, where I think we'll get some more guest announcements and hopefully maybe some more like safety precaution type announcements as well. Okay, I do. This is a yes or no question, so I don't know. Uh, this is something I actually meant to ask you earlier, just uh, out of interest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I make it the I ask you a question, uh, registered trademark. 
Um, so if you, uh, they told you you're going to have a really top tier tattoo artist do a uh, free tattoo on you. And it's a pretty intricate, you can do a pretty intricate design, like a several hour tattoo. Mm-hmm. And it's free, but you have to let them pick where to put it and they get to pick what to do. No. Would you still do it? No. For me, I think it would depend on the artist. No. I don't think I would. No. I don't think it would depend on the artist for me. Because, uh, like, if, and, like, and you'd get to see it. This, I got this from Ink Master. You've probably picked up on that. Because, you know, listener, you do not know, but Paige, you know that I've been watching a lot of Ink Master. <laughs> Right. And so you would know their style beforehand. And <coughs> you would be able to like have some input. What about that? If you and like worst case scenario, you just don't get a tattoo. Yeah, no. Uh, like if I could see, like have a consult with them before, like I said yes or no, and they showed me what it well, was. Yeah, like, I mean, I, it's not yeah, it's not legally binding. And some people come in with an idea that they want specifically. So, like, if you could do one of those. I mean, I think I would probably at least see what they were thinking, but I doubt I would want what they had. Uh, yeah, well, and that's the thing, because a lot of them don't want to do really simple stuff. Because, like, if they have, like, you know, the normal time for them to do a tattoo on the show is, like, six hours to, like, actually tattoo. Like, that's not designing and everything. Mm-hmm. but then their final tattoo is like a 24 hour, like six, four hour sessions or four, six hour sessions or whatever. Um, so like for a six hour tattoo, they're not going to want to do like, you know, like they wouldn't want to do like my moon in six hours because mm-hmm. it takes 20 minutes to do. Um. So do you want to know what this episode is going to be, Jesse? I guess I probably better at some point. You're probably better. Uh, so I'm. I was. I was gonna try to figure out a way for us to both play this game, um, but I actually already played it because I couldn't figure out how to do it otherwise. Uh, so I'm going to be testing your knowledge. Is what I'm going to be doing. Tell you a name of something, and you're going to tell me if it's from Tolkien or if it's a name of an antidepressant. Okay. Well, keep on in mind, I've been on a lot of antidepressants, so I probably have an unfair advantage. Your first one. And this might be rough uh, because, you know, I might say things wrong. So just yeah, bear I with have me. To spell some for I me. absolutely might spell some for you. Um, so the first one is Sintamil. Uh, Tolkien. It's not. It is an antidepressant. I'm going to Google these antidepressants and see if they're real. Okay, Finarfin. Tolkien. It is Tolkien. He was the youngest child and son um, of, oh shit, Finwi? Finwi? And uh, Indus. Uh, after the fi- flight of Noldor, he remained. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, he was, yep, he was Tolkien. Oh shit. Yep, yep, yep. Well, there's a lot of uh, Tolkien words I do not know. Um, I mean, it sounds vaguely familiar, but that sounds like some Silmarillion. Sh- and as I've mentioned before on the podcast, I'm, I don't think I, I think I read the Silmarillion in 
fifth or sixth grade. I have tried several times and I cannot. It's actually really good, the Silmarillion. Uh, but you have to like really care about the lore of Middle Earth. Like right. if you I like there's some really good, cool stories in there, but it's written in a very like it's not written in an easy to read way. Like so there's a lot of like before you get to any actual like stories. Like, or, you know, like what the Silmarils even are. Yeah. <laughs> you have to listen to a lot of like Finarfin, who was begat by, the, and then, you know, there's like bears in the woods and shit. I don't know. I don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> the only thing I remember from the Silmarillion, and this is because I've read this passage since because I didn't believe someone on the internet, <laughs> is that elves are literally flat earthers because they experience middle earth as completely flat and that's why they can get to the gray havens and none of the other races can because uh. they like don't experience the curvature of middle earth or something like you can read up about that it is real if you if you see that little clickbait thing and you wonder it is real elves are they literally do not and that's why legolas can see so far like that's why the Legolas what to your elf I see. Right. Elves can literally see farther because they don't have like they don't see the curvature of the earth. Ah. So, because like the curvature of the earth was like a punishment from the devil or something. I don't know. Oh boy. Uh Narvi. N-A-R-V-I. Antidepressant. That is he was a dwarf. Um he made the mighty doors of Durin. That guarded the west gate of the city. Interesting. What door of the city was one? Moria? I mean, the doors of Durin, I think that's speak friend and enter, right? Well, that's, I don't know. Edronax. Uh, antidepressant. It is. That Nax ending is like Skyrim y, doesn't sound very Tolkien y. Right. Celebrian. I know there's Celebrimbor in the um the lord of the rings video games but i don't know that he's like a canon tolkien character i'm gonna go tolkien it is she is elf lady of lothlorien and she's the daughter of uh celeborn and galadriel and the wife of elrond she's uh so wait that means that galadriel's elrond's mother-in-law yeah you didn't know that uh no i, don't I thought we did about this probably yeah uh, i think we talked about it yeah probably it uh, clearly didn't stick maybe maybe i learned it on billy and dom's podcast that might be actually I think, that's, I think that's what we were talking about yeah i remember that i think you're right oh gosh silden a phil <laughs> s-i-l-d-e-n-a-f-i-l uh, antidepressant. Correct. At FIL. Uh, sold as the brand name Viagra. Viagra's not an antidepressant. Heart medicine and dick medicine. Well, you know, a lot of those are like off, off brand uses. Like, cause that Viagra, they, it was originally a heart medication. And then they found out they do, they're giving it to her getting boners all the time. Anyway, that's Viagra chat. <laughs> Orofen. P- P-H-I-N. That's, I'm going to say, antidepressant. 
It's not. He was one of the three wardens of the northern border of Lothlorien met by the Fellowship as they entered the Golden Wood. Simbalta. That's an antidepressant. <laughs> I've been yeah. on. I've been on that one. Been on that one. Bing bong. There we go. Bingo. <laughs> that Finarfin I remembered from, like, it seemed vaguely familiar, and then that Celebrimbor one. I figured out from Celebrimbor, you know, the one that sounded like but that one, I was 100% sure was antidepressant. Um, Azafen. Antidepressant. It is a Russian antidepressant. I think the spellings help a lot more because some yeah. of them are like, like I said, because a lot of, at least in the U.S., that's why I was asking uh, they weren't, a lot of them are misspellings of the chemical name to make them easier for non-chemists to say. Right. Haldir. Oh, Haldir's from Tolkien. I know Haldir. Yeah. We met Haldir. He's been to a con. Yep, yep. He is an elf of the Lothlorien. Yeah, I know Haldir. Haldir and Simbalta. Good old Haldir and Simbalta. Yeah, I know the Tolkien characters if you don't dig down. Like, again, I really like Lord of the Rings, but man. Here's one for you. For the movie. Elronon. Elronon? I'm going to say antidepressant. It is. I was going to say, it's just too close to Elrond. <laughs> I know, that's why I thought it was so funny. Oh gosh, okay. Escalith. I think that's a Tolkien character. It is an antidepressant. And it yeah. says help, it's used to, uh, also known as lithium carb- carbonate. Oh, li- that's just lithium. Oh, used that's a bipolar order. disorder. Not anymore. Very rarely. That's like a 1950s when they used to use lithium to treat. Dates on like that back one. when it was manic. I think they do still, like especially in poorer countries, but not in the United States. Um, Searden. Uh, that's a Tolkien character. Yeah. He was uh, the bearer of the Great Ring of uh, Narya. Yeah, somebody somebody's named after him. Which he in turn gave to Gandalf. I don't know where I randomly saw somebody had named their kid that. Oh, really? That's how I knew it. That's how I knew it was Tolkien. Uh, I don't know. Like, either here's here's the places that that where I've heard that name. Either just creeping randomly on social media. Right. uh, Looking at some other chubby girl's wedding pictures, thinking maybe I could fall in love. Yeah. Or Ink Master. Ink Master. Elendil. E-L-E-N-D-I-L? Yes, ma'am. That's right Tolkien now. for sure. Uh, the tallest of men who escaped the downfall. I was a lady who was also a star or something. Maybe there's a star named I think after that's, it, right? I think you're thinking of the Firefly and Princess and the Frog. No, that's his <laughs> name is Ray. His, his name is Ray and his girlfriend's name is Evangeline. Um... This one's hard, so I need you to just take a breath. Bilbo. Oh, I think that one's probably from. Um, Antidepressant is another thing. Like, none of the hobbits really sound like all of the dwarves are a little bit, but like the elves are where you're getting the antidepressant ones. Virgil. Tolkien. Correct. He was the son of Gondor. So oh, he accompanied that... Pippin when he first arrived in the city of Minas Tirith. Yeah, most of these are like, why do they even have names? Like, 
Tolkien just here's the thing. He was autistic about but no, he was like obsessed with languages, right? He was like a language professor and he so I think like most of these characters did not need a freaking name. No. He's like just like, I'm going to name everyone that right. you Right, like he see. really does. That's what makes it so difficult to read. And then they all have a second name because he's like, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> these are this, the way that well, you write them. like, you have to know who their parents are, like, son well, of, and, you know. Why? Because, but like, I think that he had all of that in his head. Like, I think right. that's just the way he built a story. Yeah, I think so. That, like, Oh well, yeah, that's TJ, and his parents are Chris and Lois. Like, I mean, I just you know, like that's a more non-Lord of the Rings example, but you know, like, right? TJ is a character that he's created. Good old TJ. If he lived today, that would be Frodo's name would be TJ. Arrestor. That's uh, antidepressant. It's not. He what? Well, I mean, it might be, but the, you know, it's also say, Tolkien. I, it, there's a pharmaceutical that's either that or close, but I was thinking it was with an A. Um, he was the chief counselor of Elrond's household at the time of the War of the Ring, um, and he took part in the Council of Elrond, and he did not support the idea of destroying the ring. So he just the, wanted to like guard he's it. He's a character that needs a name, like fair enough, right? Okay, with Arresto. freaking For some dude that meets Pippin at the door. <laughs> he doesn't need a fucking name. All right, Menal Car. I would say Menal Car. I think that's Tolkien. It is Tolkien. He was the nineteenth king of God. Uh, last one, Nardil. That is an antidepressant. It is. I've been is on Nardil. I was gonna say, is that is that a Jesse antidepressant? I think so, or some true crime person I was watching was on Nardil. <laughs> Yeah, there were very few that I was 100% sure about. Most yeah. of them were, like I said, lucky guesses that I got right. So, um, Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, if you want to follow along with us on social media, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. Um, and as you can tell, we could use some episode ideas while we are waiting on... <laughs> You know, we're waiting on things to, like, cons to, you know, come back and... No, yeah, it's not Comic Palooza coming up in two weeks now only. Yeah, so. yeah. and, uh, you know, then we've got Dragon Con prep to start on, fingers crossed, and we've got, you know, some... Yeah, like, I, mean, I think we need to be... Like, I think it's a sure enough thing, Dragon Con, that we should probably, or at least yeah. I should probably, because you've already started working on a lot of your Dragon Con stuff. Yeah, I only have one more that I really need to work on. Uh, I mean, I have finishing touches on the two that are almost completely finished, but... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Your two are very, very close. What What are you doing for your third one? Did you decide? Uh, Arwen. Not in the fabric yet, and that's honestly the only reason I haven't started on it. I made a mock-up of it uh, just out of, like, an old sheet the other day just to see, like... If just I cut like, the pattern out and yeah, just, just to cut the pattern out and like play with it, and um, so the only thing that's stopping me is like not I just need to like you want to make it out of velvet, right? Something like that. That's gonna be expensive, Yeah. So. Um, but you know we're always up for cosplay challenges, but as you know, we are in like more of a con crunch with cosplays, like that probably won't happen quite as much. Um, but 
we are always open to ideas and you can send those to our social media um, or you can send them over to Jesse with uh, just a variety of other things at the email. Yeah, you can send me weird fish pics. You know, we're always wanting those. I haven't gotten a weird fish pic in forever. Cosplay. Uh, yeah, costumes you've done. Um, cosplays that you have in progress that you're excited about. Answers to I ask you a question. Questions for I ask you a question. Um, corrections. Things we screwed up. Um, cocktail recipes. Mocktail recipes. Nerd news for us to mention conventions you think we'd like to go to again that was our original idea with the podcast was to go to as many conventions po as possible and cover them so hopefully fingers crossed that this comic palooza will be the beginning of that starting to happen again so if you know of a con even if you think oh it's a little con we i will go to any con yeah uh, where can they send those to cosplayingcocktailspot at gmail.com that's gmail.com um okay are we done yeah i think we're done i think we're done okay bye, bye.